Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. All right, friends, I'm about to read Ezra chapter 7. And the events in this chapter occur some uh, 50 to 80 years after the events of chapter 6. And uh, what's going to occur is Ezra, the author of the book of Ezra, is now coming into the picture with a second group of refugees uh, returning to Jerusalem. And so first there's a long genealogy on Ezra, and then you get the gist of it. So Ezra chapter 7. After these things, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Seruiah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Merioth, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzi, the son of Buki, the son of Abishua, the son of Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest, this Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. The king had granted him everything he asked for, because the hand of his God was on him. Some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, and temple servants, also came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and he arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month, for the gracious hand of his God was on him. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord, and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. This is a copy of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra the priest, a teacher of the law, a man learned in matters concerning the commands and decrees of the Lord for Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra the priest, teacher of the law of the God of heaven, greetings. Now I decree that any of the Israelites in my kingdom, including priests and Levites, who volunteer to go to Jerusalem with you, may go. You are sent by the king and his seven advisors to inquire about Judah and Jerusalem with regard to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem. Together with all of the silver and gold you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. You and your fellow Israelites may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold in accordance with the will of your God. Deliver to the God of Jerusalem all of the articles entrusted to you for worship in the temple of your God. And anything else needed for the temple of your God that you are responsible to supply 
you may provide from the royal treasury. Now I, King Artaxerxes, decree that all the treasuries of trans-Euphrates are to provide with diligence whatever Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law of the God of heaven, may ask. Up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done with diligence for the temple of the God of heaven. Why should his wrath fall on the realm of the king and of his sons? You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute, or duty on any of the priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, or other workers at this house of God. And you, Ezra, in accordance with the wisdom of your God, which you possess, may appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God, and you are to teach any who do not know them. Whoever does not obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Praise be to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who has put it into the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all of the king's powerful officials. Because the hand of the Lord my God was on me, I took courage and gathered the leaders from Israel to go up with me. And so this chapter, as I I said initially, initiates the second group returning from Babylonian slash Persian captivity. And the reigning king of Persia is a man named Artaxerxes. Now, from the the book of Esther, you may remember the the name Artaxerxes. He was the king of the Persian Empire in the book of um, Esther, also known as Xerxes. There were, in fact, three known kings of Persia of this name, and they were related, in all probability, this Artaxerxes that we're reading about in Ezra chapter 7 is a son or stepson of Esther. And so, uh, same family, but not the same man that Esther married. In this case, this this king of Persia um, commissions Ezra, and the genealogy of Ezra is given all the way down to Aaron, uh, the chief priest of the Levites. He's a Levitical priest. His genealogy is um, impeccable. This Ezra was given a commission by Artaxerxes to come from Persia and bring um, another group of Jews back to the, the land of Israel and then commence with um, rebuilding the, the temple, the city of Jerusalem, uh, the nation of Israel, and so forth. Over and over again, it's mentioned that he was an expert in the teachings of Moses. He was well-versed in the law of Moses. And over and over again, the fact that the king had granted him great favor was attributed to the fact that the hand of the Lord God was on him. I love that expression. How many times, friends, have you heard someone say, the hand of the Lord is on so-and-so? Maybe it's been said of you, the hand of the Lord is on you. I certainly want the hand of the Lord on me. Uh, as he was with Ezra, granting favor to God and man. So this uh, this second group of refugees, uh, it involved um, priests coming back, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, and um, just regular people. And um, Ezra 
had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord. So that was going to be his role. He was going to be the overall um, governor, if you will. But beyond that, he was going to teach people the ways of the Lord. Now, there's a lengthy decree, um, a written decree by this Artaxerxes, the king of Persia, to Ezra, and it's um, it's copied word for word in chapter 7. Just a couple of the highlights. Uh, the king decrees that Ezra is to take with him the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel who's dwelling in Jerusalem. So not only the residual articles that Nebuchadnezzar had previously taken were returned, this time the king of Persia and his advisors are making an offering to the God of Israel. I think that's very precious. Perhaps Artaxerxes became a convert. It's not um, contained within the text, but at the very least, he was paying tribute to the God of Israel. He goes on in this decree to say, to, to deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles entrusted to you for worship in the temple of your God. Now, I, King Artaxerxes, decree that all the treasurers of Trans-Euphrates are to provide whatever you need, Ezra, uh, whatever finances, and then it lists an extreme amount of silver, uh, food, wine, olive oil, and so forth, and salt without limit, and goes on to say, whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done. So once again, this Artaxerxes acknowledges Yahweh as the God of heaven. Furthermore, Ezra is given the authority to appoint magistrates and judges all over that um, that region, the Trans-Euphrates region. And uh, the king of Persia backs it up with um, capital punishment. He says, whoever doesn't obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. So uh, an, an array of um, punishments, but all very severe. Altogether, we have to agree that um, within the text, the words are used, the hand of the Lord was on Ezra. We have to agree that indeed the hand of the Lord was on Ezra. This is an um, incredible favor, incredible authority, and, and thank God for it. So Lord, I just want to thank you for your blessing on Ezra and this group that is now returning under his leadership. But Lord, I want to pray for myself and for everyone listening. Lord, we pray that your hand would be on us, that your hand of favor, your hand of guidance, your hand of blessing, your hand of friendship. We ask, Lord, that your hand would be on each of us now to guide us through our lives and to bring us closer to Jesus day by day. We pray all of these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.